Thank you for joining us as we journey through the 23rd Psalm, a series of reflections revealing God as our shepherd. Today is day two on our journey, and we have Becky Lee guiding us through our reflections together. Our hope and prayer is that you experience Jesus in a new, real, and life-changing way. Day two, the Lord is my Psalm 23, verse 1a. David begins his poem by writing, The Lord is my. The word my or mine most often denotes possession. I can give you a ride in my car. It's raining and I forgot to bring my umbrella. It can also communicate selfishness, as when a toddler disrupts the peace with an ear-splitting declaration of mine in a battle to possess the favorite toy. There's another use of the word my, which conveys not so much ownership or possession, and certainly not selfishness, but rather connectedness, joy, and even tenderness. This is my oldest daughter. I am so excited for you to meet my grandpa. Here is my new puppy. All of these use the word my in a way that shows a meaningful and personal attachment. In our current culture, the words God and my are frequently put together as an expression of surprise, delight, or anger. Three words now reduced to three letters can be seen in endless social posts and text messages. OMG. Most people using this are not actually thinking about God, it's just an expression. Many years ago, my grandmother used another shortened version, oh my. Perhaps we should start a movement of reducing OMG to OM in all text and social media out of respect for God. But back to David, the Lord is my, he writes. David may be a king, but next to the Lord, he's pretty small, as we all are. Small enough to be unnoticed and inconsequential to God. But that is not the case. Right out of the gate, we should stop at this two-letter word, which David applies to God, and sit in wonder. In this tiny word, we get a hint of where David is going in this psalm. Not the way of religion, not the way of abstract ideas and theology. This is personal. The Lord is my. David is saying, I know him and I am known. If I were to ask you to name 10 celebrities or famous athletes, artists, or politicians, you could rattle off 10 in 10 seconds. You know them, or rather, you know about them. You could describe what they look like and what they have done that has made them famous. If you're a real fan, you could probably share a lot of obscure information about them and bore us in the process. Now, if you handed the list to me and I could track them down and have a conversation with them, how many of them would know who you are when I mention your name? What could they tell me about you? The point is this, it's a one-way street. Famous people are well-known by people who remain unknown. That's the way the world is. That is not the way of God. And if I were to have a conversation with God about you, He would know you exactly, precisely, personally. There's nothing I could say about you that He doesn't know. And He would be able to correct all the human errors in my observations of you. He knows you that well. We are told this repeatedly throughout the Bible. But Psalm 139, also written by David, states it emphatically in its 24 verses. Here's a sampling of David's declarations about God knowing him. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my, mo my mother's womb. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise, you perceive my thoughts from afar. 
You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. God is not in some far off place, disconnected and uninterested in you. You belong to the Lord who knows you. And in a sense, he belongs to you. As amazing as that is to consider. Like David, we need to know and understand that the Lord is mine. I think nothing would delight God more than if we could say, know, and feel that this is the nature of our relationship with Him. Does God really see, know, and love you? Do you believe this? Do you know this to be true in your everyday experience as you move and breathe? And then do you believe and understand that He wants you to know Him? to know him so intimately that when speaking of him, as David does in Psalm 23, you would be comfortable to address, address him with the word, my, the Lord is my. David spent many years tending sheep in the wilderness. That is where his relationship with God took root, where God went from the abstract to the real, where God became known to him. What are you doing or what can you begin to do to grow in knowing God? Not just information about Him, but to know Him so that He becomes yours. God longs for this for you more than anything else. So before you move into your day, take some time to meditate on these words spoken by God to the prophet Isaiah from Isaiah chapter 43, verse 1. Put your name in the sentences because they are as true of you today as they were for Isaiah. Fear not for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you've experienced Jesus in a new, real, and life-changing way. If you would like to watch one of our services, join a group, or explore ways to serve, please visit kensingtonchurch.org. The Psalm 23 devotional was written by Craig Mays and read by various members of the Kensington Church staff. We have physical copies at all of our locations, as well as a digital and audio versions at kensingtonchurch.org slash Psalm 23.